That life you've been secretly dreaming of, the one that keeps whispering to you, reminding you that you're meant for more, it's meant for you and it is possible. Your part in making it all real is to get your inner game on point and I'm here to help you do just that. I'm Jade Stoner, host of Soul Growth, the podcast, transformational life and soul coach, online content creator and entrepreneur. I've spent over 10 years studying, living and breathing personal and spiritual growth and I'm here to help you elevate so that you can live the life you love inside and out. You are worthy of more and your time is now. So let's do this. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Soul Growth where I'm getting into six of the biggest mistakes I've made elevating my life. Now let's not get it twisted, I have made way more than six mistakes in my life and there are probably way more than I even realise. But just to sit here and create an episode with you about all of the mistakes that I've made, A, might be quite depressing, and B, we'd be here for a really fucking long time. So this episode is kind of special for me because it's marking not one, but two anniversaries in my life. So June 1st, 2010 is when I joined a network marketing company, which is how and when I was introduced to the world of personal growth. And then June 30th, 2011 is when an unhealthy relationship I was in came to an end. And both of these events have been significant turning points in my life. And both have been catalysts for a lot of soul growth and a whole lot of healing. Being introduced to the world of personal growth all those years ago, I describe as like going down a rabbit hole and discovering this whole new world, a world of knowledge about how to fulfill my potential in life and a world that opened me up to dreaming big again. You know, isn't it funny that when we're small, we're encouraged to think big and we think of all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, we're very much tied to inspiration and there is nothing that isn't possible. And when you speak to young children and you have these kind of conversations with them, it's so beautiful and so freeing. And isn't it a shame that somewhere along the line, you're told to start being more realistic and you go from being told to think big to suddenly thinking small, really. That's what being realistic is. And that happened for me in my teens somewhere. I'm not really sure when. And when I was introduced to the world of personal growth, it was a world that opened me up to thinking big and dreaming big again. And that was exciting. And it's a world that has changed my life. And it's because of the decision that I made in 2010 to invest in me, to join that business that I am who I am today. And I am eternally grateful for that. So who I am today, I'm talking healthy, happy and whole. When the truth is, After I hit my rock bottom in 2011 and 
all the shit that was unraveled in the years after, I could have very easily ended up walking down a very different path. And I could have been unhealthy, unhappy, and not whole. Or put another way, angry, bitter, and resentful of life. Sound like anyone you know? (laughs) So the past 10, 11 years have taken me on a journey that I could never have predicted. And this month has me reflecting on it all. You know, the highs, the lows, all the things I've experienced and overcome, the things I've learned and the things that I could have done differently and all the biggest mistakes that I've made that I'm getting into and sharing with you in this episode because I know they will resonate with you too. And whatever you're growing through right now, this episode will help you move through it faster because you don't need to dwell in the pain to learn a lesson and elevate. You actually get to learn from those that have walked the path before you so that you can break the cycles and patterns that are keeping you where you are more effortlessly. You know, that's why the world of coaching exists. That's why mentoring exists. That's why we have thought leaders sharing about mindset and self-love and all of the things that are helping you to be the best version of you. The books that you read and the books that are out there and podcasts like this and other ones that exist out there, they're all there sharing a lot of the time their their ebbs with you, their, their lows, their pain, because it's their to help you learn from that. You don't have to go through everything yourself to learn a lesson. So let's get stuck in. Mistake number one was only focusing on things in my outer game, aka my physical world. So at one point in my life, I believed that all of my material things defined me as a person. My Mercedes, my beautiful brand new house, my designer clothes, my designer shoes, my designer handbags, my Rolex watch. And I thought that eating in high-end restaurants and partying in top hotspots in London and being in certain circles made me who I am. I thought they defined me as a person. I believed that my very first business and having the title of publisher and co-founder made me special. And these labels and these things were almost something to hide behind. I didn't know that at the time, but that's definitely how I can see it looking back. And when all of this stuff was gone, I was left with nothing to hide behind and all that there was was me. And honestly, I felt embarrassed, I felt ashamed, I felt guilty, I felt stupid. You know, all of the low vibe things that I so desperately was trying to avoid. That's the irony of it all. And then when I focused on building myself back up, I continued to focus on my outer game, my physical world by throwing myself into business. And it was mostly a distraction from a lot of the underlying pain of what was going on around that time, mostly the fallout of my 2011 rock bottom. You know, as I shared in 
in the lowdown, this was a time that I was made redundant and my relationship ended and I was almost homeless and I didn't have a car anymore. That was taken from me. All of these things, and they all happened within the space of a year. And that was really my rock bottom. And when the results that I wanted weren't showing up from all of my efforts of putting myself more into business and doing all of the things, well, I'd just try a new strategy. I'd work harder. I'd sacrifice more time. I was just trying to find a way to fill the void inside of me, the hole inside of me. And I'd turn to this book and that seminar, always believing that the answers I was searching for, the success and fulfillment that I desired were outside of me. But what I was being shown, what the universe was showing me, but I was yet to get, is that nothing outside of you will ever be enough to fill the void inside. You know, no amount of money, alcohol, working hard, accolades, hours racked up in the gym or material things would ever be enough if I didn't feel enough. And that was a me problem to correct. Not a man, not my son, not my family, not my friends, me. And I began to learn that the only way out of the pain is to walk through it and feel it all, no matter how painful that was. And in amongst all of that pain were so many gifts, you know, new parts of me waiting to come to life and parts of me that had been exiled and locked away, waiting to be freed. And I learned that there's beauty in the pain. Mistake number two, ignoring the voice of my soul and intuition. Although I only really learned to connect with my spiritual side around 2017, the truth is the connection has always been there. It's in all of us. And it was just that I couldn't always hear it. And a lot of the times I did hear it, I doubted it and I didn't listen. And every time I ignored it, I ended up on a long ass detour of life. I remember I was seeing this guy in my late teens and We were just hanging out, just having fun. And then one day, like out of nowhere, he told me he wanted me to be his girlfriend. And I think he actually asked me in that moment as well. And I remember it felt really weird. And I very loudly heard the voice of my soul, my intuition. And it told me, no, this is not what I want. This doesn't feel right. I want to be single right now. I'd not long come out of a two-year relationship. and it just didn't feel like the right time. And I ignored it all. And around the same time, one of my mum's best friends had died and it happened suddenly. And it was a really sobering reminder of how short life is. And I reminded myself of that and how I should take what comes my way when it comes, because life is so short. You know, this was my rational thinking. And so going against the messages of my soul, We ended up making it official and within a few months, he'd ghosted me before that term was even a thing. And I was distraught. Like, I was a a hot mess is, it's actually putting it politely. And it took me a minute to get over that one. And 
I wish I could tell you that that was my only experience of ignoring the voice of my soul, but it's not. I did it again in my next relationship. I ignored the red flags. I ignored my intuition. And that was another long ass detour in my life. And I've done it in business. I've done it in other relationships. I've done it in everyday life. Even in things like what I should or shouldn't eat for lunch. And my soul would tell me one thing. My head, my ego would tell me another thing. And what would happen is that I'd end up not enjoying what I was eating and regretting not choosing the thing that I was being nudged towards. And all of it, the, you know, the kind of the big things like the relationships and the small things like what to eat, it was all teaching me to trust myself. And it was bringing me home to the truth of who I am, a soul in a body, and my soul knows the way. I just had to learn to trust it. And learning to develop this muscle, this connection with my intuition, getting to know this part of me that has a direct line to the universe, it's a journey. And the more I get to know it, the stronger this part of me gets. And the faster I'm able to discern between what's right for me and how to show up in life versus doing the opposite. And sometimes what my soul says makes no logical sense to me. (laughs) Shit, it doesn't even make sense full stop, but it's about learning to trust. That's the lesson. It's not about the thing. It's about learning to trust no matter what. And I love this quote quote by Rumi that sums it up perfectly. And it says, the soul has been given its own ears to hear the things the mind does not understand. And I've come to learn that not everything in life is meant to be understood. Some things are just meant to be felt and experienced. The first is the way of the conditioned ego mind and the latter is the way of the soul. So mistake number three, allowing other people's voices to matter more than my own. This is something that I allowed to happen for years and as with most things I was only able to see it in retrospect. So through the work I've done on my inner game throughout the years, working with my own coaches and mentors, healing and looking at the parts of myself that most people don't want to look at and a hell of a lot more, I was able to see how I shut down that part of me when I was five. And with that, I learned to dim my light and turn down the volume on me and turn up the volume on the voice of others. Because to my five-year-old self, that was safe. And I grew up hearing crap like, children should be seen and not heard. I mean, who the hell made that bullshit up? So again, that was more reinforcement that my voice didn't matter. And a lot of the shit that we carry inside of us is installed between the ages of 0 to 7. And some even believe up to the age of 15. And these are the ages that our subconscious minds are programmed. And whatever gets put in the vault between these ages ends up being the navigation system for the rest of our lives. So unless like you and I, we do the work to identify this crap that's been holding us back, clear it out and update it all. 
So for 30 odd years, I allowed other people's voices to matter more than my own. I believed that my voice didn't matter that much. And so I just often keep quiet. You know, it was an easier life. And all of this created people-pleasing behaviours, you know, doing things that I didn't really want to do so that I didn't rock the boat, and sometimes even putting myself in awkward and vulnerable situations that I shouldn't have been in. And my self-trust, my belief, and all of the other self-stuff was, it was weak. Add to that me ignoring the voice of my soul, and there was a lot of unnecessary pain created. In business, it's meant that I would almost blindly follow an expert's advice or strategy or way of doing things, even though it didn't feel like it was the right move for me. And inevitably, things just wouldn't work out the way they could have because I was ignoring the most important voice of all, mine. Another business example um, is on my journey of business, I've always had a vision and a mission. And when I've shared that with well-meaning family and friends and they haven't fully got it, they've shared their so-called feedback. And I've allowed those messages to fuck with my vibe. I started to doubt myself and my vision and my mission and I would go into this fight, flight or freeze mode. But most times I'd just freeze or I would retreat. And what did that look like? That looked like questioning everything, putting up in doubt all the seeds that I'd planted in faith. And do you know what happens when you pull up a seed? Just like an actual seed, like a flower or a plant, you mess up the flow and you usually take a lot of steps backwards. And I used to do the same with my other dreams too. You know, my relationship, my desires to have more children, all the beautiful things that I desire to have and do in my life, all the beautiful experiences I want to have. I allowed other people to project their own fear, their limitations onto me. And let me tell you, that shit will fuck with your head and have you spinning around and out. And I love the way Trent Shelton breaks this down. So he says, God gave you the vision. Why are you expecting others to see it? And for me, that beautifully sums it all up. And it's like, of course, you know, I was expecting other people to get my vision. And when they didn't, because they couldn't, I allowed it to put the brakes on my dreams. You know, I could go on, but I trust you get what I'm sharing. So here's what I want you to take from this episode. Number one. Material stuff is great if that's what your soul desires you to have. And having it all looks different for you than it does for me. And that's okay. You know, I love beautiful things, beautiful experiences, high quality and luxury. You know, I am here for all of it. And I'm fully aware that those things don't define who I am as a person. With them, I'm enough and I matter. And without them, I'm enough and I matter. And the same applies to you. 
You have to work on your inner game to break the cycles, the cycles that are keeping you chasing these material things and looking outside of yourself all the time to make you feel validated. And this is really the key. You know, when you are chasing these material things and looking outside of yourself all the time to make you feel validated, this is codependent behavior. And as long as you're acting from this place, you will never be fulfilled. Trust me, I've been there, I've done it, had the t-shirt, sold the t-shirt, couldn't afford to buy the t-shirt back. And now I'm creating a life where I get to have it all, inside and out. And I'm here to support you in doing the same, creating a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels amazing AF on the inside too. Because success without inner fulfillment is nothing more than fake success. And again, I've been there. Number two, trust your damn self and let your soul start leading the way. You know, those gut feelings, those nudges and those whispers that you hear, you know, those knowings that you feel, but you can't quite explain. All of that is your soul speaking to you and guiding you. And it's time to trust it all because it's you. You know, when your intuition tells you that something isn't right, listen. When you know in your gut that someone's lying, you know, we've all had those experiences, trust it. You know, when you've got that feeling about something, but you just can't explain it, remember that your soul has ears to hear things that your mind just can't understand. And also, it's not all doom and gloom. It sends you exciting signals too. So when you know that he or she is the one for you, trust those messages. When you're hearing to not settle for whatever's being offered to you because something better is on the way and you don't know how or when, but you can just feel it, you know, you can feel it in your solar plexus, in your stomach, in your gut, trust it. Your soul already knows what to do. It already knows the path to take. And I'm just here to remind you to listen and to trust your damn self. Number three, learn to start turning down the volume on others and start listening to you more. This is very much connected to listening to your soul. And this is a huge part of loving you on a deeper level. And I want you to remember that you matter even when others can't see your vision or get why you're doing what you're doing, remember, like I shared earlier, and I'm going to say it again, God gave you the vision. And he gave you the vision. The universe gave you your vision for your dreams, your life, your relationship, what you get to have in your life, who you get to be, how much money you get to have, what age you get to have children at, all of it, all of the things, those visions were given to you. And it's time for you to start listening and remembering who the fuck you are. So that's it for part one of this episode. I want you to think about what's the one thing that's really hit home for you? The thing that your soul is telling you right now that you need to act on. What cycle do you need to break? You know, really sit with these questions and think about them because 
these are the nudges from your soul. These are the directions to take you from where you are to where you want to be. Hit me up on the socials at Soul Growth Podcast or at I am Jade Stoner or both, whatever makes you feel good, and use the hashtag Soul Growth Podcast. You know, I really love to see how all of this is helping you to elevate, so don't be a stranger. Keep an eye out for part two of this episode. Sending you big love. Mwah. Thank you for hanging out with me today on Soul Growth. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show as much as I loved creating it for you. I have no doubt that there was something in today's episode that you were meant to hear. So whatever nudges and inspirations you had while listening, trust them and act on them. That's your soul speaking to you. If you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed and following the show on your favorite platform so you'll be the first to know when the next episodes drop. And if you're wanting more of the good stuff, follow me on Insta at I am Jade Stoner.